0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Love Dad Podcast. My name is Devin, along with Shelton, and we're your host for this podcast. Um, Start off by telling you a little bit about myself. Like, like I said, my name is Devin. Um, I'm the father of a beautiful baby boy, Royce, uh, who's eight months. It'll be nine months in about a week from now, Um, and it's just been a beautiful thing. And as far as, you know, what things I want from this podcast is just to, to be able to express freely the, the pleasures that fatherhood has, has brought me and just the, the intricate nuances that people don't talk about or discuss, as well as just the pleasures and the joys of, of everyday things that I've been able to witness as a result of being a father. And I want this particular podcast to kind of show as a, an evolving story of, of how I grow as myself as, along with my child or children to come Um, throughout this wonderful, beautiful journey. And, you know, we want to provide tips to enhance and enrich other fathers who are interested in becoming better fathers. I think everybody can become a better father, and I think the world needs better fathers. Um, Fatherhood is just definitely one of those things that has kind of gained a little popularity over the years, but it's been something that I think most people kind of neglect or overlook. Um, Growing up with a single mother, uh, my father was, I knew who my father was, but he wasn't necessarily a, big part of my life and that's just kind of always left a void that I just always wanted to fill by being a great father the greatest father I could be I love my father deaf. I know he loves me this just a good experience just to talk about all the different experiences that everyone has being a father and, and how we can grow and make just just better for everyone and I'll pass this on to Shelton to, to kind of give his intro and, and the things that he wants to to do with the podcast and
1: absolutely so uh, again my name is Shelton um so I am the father of twin girls. Not one, count them two. Uh, twins are running my family, and you know, it's, it's. I know we're probably gonna get into this at a later episode, but uh, you know, my, my wife, when we found out we were pregnant, she immediately was like, "Oh, it's definitely twins," and I'm like, there, "There's no way. There's no way it's gonna be twins. That's just. There's no way that's gonna happen." And lo and behold, here, here I am with, with two girls. They're three years old. Uh, Birthday is on November twenty first, uh, so yeah, they literally just turned three. Felt like it's been a week, but it's been three years. Um, so yeah, just just like Devin had already mentioned, um, you know, we wanted to put this podcast together because father is not. It's not really. It's not that it's not talked about. It's just not fully. Uh, it's it's hard to explain it's just not as much out there content wise you know this is just going on google and whatnot if you, if you go on google right now and google you know being a mother or anything like that i mean there's countless hits you'll get countless podcasts articles things like that radio shows um, but i know that when i was out there looking there's really not that much out there for dads uh so we thought that this would be a good idea just to kind of you know Give a medium for, for prospective dads Or existing dads You know To already look at And have something to To listen to And give them some insight um, So really I mean that, That's what I want to give Get out of this podcast Is to kind of give Other fathers out there Something to listen to So that they can go to And say okay Well I got some tips from this And you know Hopefully it's helpful If help, if it's helpful To at least one other dad You know that we, We've accomplished A goal there Yeah um, And in terms of my dad You know I grew up with My, my mom and dad Were both there um, but I gotta say, I don't know if I don't know if I can put a label on my, my dad's uh, parenting style. Like mm-hmm. he was there, we were cool. There was no beef. But again, it's just it wasn't really discussed. Like I, I don't remember any of those moments that you see in the movies where right. it's like dad sits down and says, "Son, you know this is how you do X Y Z." You know, yeah. none of that hallmark stuff. You know, none of that really happened. And I don't know if that's a, a cultural thing, and we'll probably get into that later on down the road uh, or, or what. Um, But, you know, I I know that he didn't have anything like that, you know, passing on. So it's kind of cool that we're we're just kind of having this tool here so that we can pass on to other generations and and other dads and and give them a tool out there. Um, So really, you know, that that's that's pretty much me, you know, father of twins and um, had my mom and dad around and grew up in the area. We're from the eastern East Coast. We're here in Maryland right now. Uh, So, yeah, that's pretty much where we're at.
0: Yeah, and, and as we go on, we'll definitely get more of our backgrounds and more details of, you know, who we are, what we've done, the types of fathers that we hope to be, um, and just more into our backgrounds and why we are and why we think the way we think. Mm-hmm. And, but like we said, the biggest thing is just to to have a platform for fathers just to to come together and just kind of listen and learn new things um, interact with one another. So one of the goals is to have a, you know, make this more interactive. We you know, we'll fill questions from different people, different topics from different people. We'll have guests on from for a variety of topics. And we're just we're just gonna have fun with it and just kinda, you know, have it all up and just just give anything we can give that might be meaningful to somebody and hopefully you find some value in it. And if you do, you know, you can exercise that. And if not, if you don't think there's any value, you know, you just kinda
1: go into the next episode. You won't hurt our feelings if you yeah. say it's not good. I, honestly, just we, we need those suggestions because we we really want to be uh, a reflection of other dads out there. You yeah. know, we're not trying to make this our own thing and come up here. Like we're some experts on, on parenting and being fathers. So.
0: Yeah, Cause we, de- I'm definitely not, you know, I have, I couldn't tell you what I, before my son was born, I couldn't tell you what I thought a, a dad should do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've definitely learned a lot from what I, what I think a dad should be at least for his child. And, um, and we, like I said, we just want to enhance the community. Anybody that wants to be a better father, we want you to listen and and take what you can. And and if you don't learn anything, just you know, try to tell try us what that. you can. Yeah,
1: tell and, us that so that maybe we, we can, can make it
0: better for other people. Exactly. We want, we want this to kind of reach different cultures. So we know culture plays a, a big role in how you parent, um, and just like the norms and stereotypes and the, all the things that kind of come together with it. We want to you know address those and and just put those in the air so we can kind
1: of talk through those and go through the issues that people may face and go from there. Sure. So just kind of going back on one of the themes that we've already kind of put out there, it's just, you know, how there's not a lot out there about dads and, and being a dad and what you need to do and whatnot. Uh, and it's funny. I was, I was on Reddit cause I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to Reddit. You all know, find that out throughout the podcast. Uh, and it just so happened that one of the stats I saw in there was that um, back in 1982, Forty-three percent of dads that were surveyed had said that they had never changed a diaper, and like that's just so mind-boggling on a, on a bunch of different levels. I mean, first of all, it's just you know, it's not that. I mean, the '80s weren't that long ago, and it doesn't seem that long ago to us right. because we were born around it. You know what I mean? That that to me is just you know, not that long ago. Sure, it's it's thirty-eight years ago, but I mean, it's like when you put that in perspective in terms of when you were growing up, it doesn't seem that long. And it's just like I. Secondly, it's like I can't imagine this day and age not doing something so basic as a dad. Like, you know, Devin's already talked about, you know, what it means to be a dad. And I mean, on a a granular level, I mean, changing a diaper is something that, you know, that that should be a no brainer. So I I just thought that was interesting. It's like, you know, the fact that that's how it was back, back in the 80s when we were growing up. And then I maybe think about my own dad. And I'm like, well, you know, I can't say for sure, but I'm pretty sure my dad changed my time. You know, I am sure my my mom will be able to, to verify that. But anyway, more importantly, that number is now down to three percent. So it's like that 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 shows that there's obviously a shift and it's a it's a generational thing. This is specific, was well, specifically about millennial dads. Um, and, and you know, it's that we we're all just in this day and age, trying to take more ownership of, of being a father and kind of really feel, fulfilling that role and, and being good at what we do. So, I think that just seeing that's that today, and then us doing this podcast is just really timely. I mean, it's, yeah, it's definitely. I
0: mean, even you say eighty-two. I mean, I've talked to a bunch of different people who who have had children, and they they've explained to me just the differences between what they see now with parents and and what they what they experience. Things as simple as car seats. Right. You know, people were like, we didn't have all these straps, you know, we sure were kidding it back. And, and Hope it for the best. Went. Yeah, right. So <laughs> just little things like that make a big difference, you know, from how you, from a standpoint of where you're getting your information from, I guess is a good way to put it. You know, if, you, mm-hmm. if you're if getting information from somebody who was a parent 25 years ago, they might tell you some things that, that might not fly today. Mm-hmm. Um, and just be mindful of that, you know. And then that's exactly like we say, we want this to be the arena to discuss things like that, that taboo things that things aren't, aren't talked about as much Right. things that you wish you had more information on but you can't find it anywhere because people aren't writing you know documents about it or they're not it's not cool to talk about it's not a popular thing to, to put in the media so it's, it just kind of goes ignored and we want to address those issues and bring them just so we as dads can get
1: through them when they do occur absolutely and and getting get kind of a, more into what our topic will be today i kind of want to go back and now ask my dad actually that it's you know a lot of these questions that you and i had come up with just because i'm curious because i don't know what he was thinking so we kind of wanted to kick this off and just really start at the beginning of the whole the whole dad journey and it's it's you know oh shit i'm i'm, I'm gonna be a dad like what what does that even mean you know it's like i I wish I could talk to my dad. I mean, I, I can't. I can just ask him. I wish I had done it already, uh, before this episode. I wish I had gone in and said, you know, asked him what was going through his mind, you know, when he found out and things like that. Because um, I, you know, I, it, it's wide ranging. Uh, I've kind of anecdotally talked to a couple of uh, other 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 dads in my circle and, and gotten what their reaction was. But we at least wanted to kick it off with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, we, we, you know, we we're going to talk about the, the the when and the where. And I remember some so my wife woken up. We were, we were going to go. I think we were going to Home Depot to do something around the house. Because that, that's what you do as a young married couple. You, you live at Home Depot. Uh, so we were around there and we, we were you know about to go out and get some like mulch or something, something simple. And she just was like, you know, I am I am so hungry. She's like, I'm so hungry right now. And I'm like, OK, you know what? I don't think anything of it, you know, whatever. That's fine. So we go and get her some food, and so we go, and she's like, all right, she's, as we're going to, and that's the thing, so my wife's bougie, that's going to come up, and <laughs> I know that's going to come up, she doesn't get mad that I said yeah, that, she but definitely is. she, see, there you go, Devin co Um So, you know, I'm thinking, all right, we got to go to a restaurant, we got to find some place for her to eat, and she was like, no, you know, let's find a close to McDonald's, let's go to McDonald's, I'm like, oh, okay, you, you feeling okay, like, you sure you want to go to McDonald's, so. Lo and behold, we did. And I, when I tell you she had that like was it McGriddle? Maybe it was a egg McMuffin, whatever it was. It was like the, the best thing she'd ever had in her life. I'm watching her eat this thing. I'm like, what what is going on? And so she just actually had a moment. I saw her after she was done with that. She's like, I don't know why that was so good. She was like, I think I think I should take a pregnancy tests. And I'm like, I don't see the connection, but fine, you know, whatever. So she finishes the food, we go to Home Depot, we get back home. I'm in the backyard, she's in the front yard. We you know, I'm doing something with the grass. And uh she goes inside and, and does the test and she comes back out and she's like, uh, so we're pregnant. And yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it's 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 obviously not total surprise and total mm-hmm. shock because this is something we were preparing for, but it's just like when it actually happened, it's, yeah, it's like, like, whoa. Yeah. Like I I and it's funny, she she flames me all the time because I, I don't remember my exact reaction after that I know I said you know like oh my god you know that's what's up like I gave her a hug and all that but she claims that I was just kind of like nonchalant like I just went back and started doing what I was doing with the grass like the fertilizer she just said I played it off and looking back at it it probably was some shock now yeah. that I think about it like it, it probably wasn't it probably didn't process and the, the fact that I can't even remember all of the details immediately that that to me says it was definitely some shock um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's how we found out. It was literally that day she got hungry and we, we went to Home Depot and that was, that was it. We were doing yard work. That's crazy, So that, yeah, from that moment on, what about you, man? How did uh, you find out?
0: Yeah. So obviously women, they tend to know these things before anybody else does. Mm-hmm. Um, and my situation was kind of weird because at work I was, you know, I was just already just that natural progression. You want to. Just do better for yourself. So I I was looking for new jobs, and f- actually came across a, a one, a, actually a few good opportunities to for you know work. And I was actually in the process of interviewing with those different opportunities, and um, so it was a little stressful for me because you know you, you're prepping for interviews, you're trying mm-hmm. to get, you know get the job. Sure. And um, then it comes to that period where you're you're kind of in limbo, where you're waiting to hear back, you don't know how you how they took your interview or how you know you thought it went good and all that stuff. Sure. So it's like then it's like oh. We actually like you, we're gonna send an offer to you.
1: Boom.
0: And that happened to both places. And then it's like, okay. So then you wait, you know, right. and then it's like, okay, well, it should be coming this day. It should be coming that day. Then I get an offer for one, but I'm like, I really want the offer for the Second next place. One, of course. So then it's like, I'm stressed out for another couple of days waiting for that offer to come in. And then it's like, then I'm like, okay, the company A wants to know by a certain date. Then I'm like, oh man, Right. So I'm just stressed. Like, okay, I haven't heard back. I'm like, and I just I just pulled the trigger. I was like, okay, I'm just wait for the second job because that's the one I really want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, put it all in the line and then didn't hear anything back for a few days. So I was kind of stressed. Um, so my, at the job I was at at the time, there was a coworker that was leaving having happy hour. So I was like, I'm going to just go to that and cool off. Right. you know. And then my wife was there. So I invited my wife because, you know, we, we love to hang out together and especially happy hours. So she came and then... It was weird because she wasn't drinking anything,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I didn't. Ke- I didn't pick up on it. Right. Me being a, a guy, I guess you know you, you don't necessarily initially. I thought it was kind of weird, but I, I was like, whatever. She doesn't want to drink today, whatever. Right. Next day comes, finally got the call that I've been waiting for. You know, the oh, I got the offer. And as soon as I got the offer, she was here, and she was like, "Okay, good. I got something to tell you." Oof. And then she pulled out the the, <laughs> the test. test. Yeah, and oh, it was like. Man. Yeah, I'm pregnant, and I was like, "She's like, I wanted to tell you, but I know you've been stressed, and I didn't want to tell you why you were stressed." Sure. So it was actually a a beautiful surprise that you know I got the the job that I've been wanting, as well as the news that I was having a baby. So and I think that actually helped a lot sure. as far as the the raw emotion. Yeah. You know, because if I was at the if I didn't have that offer, then I'm, I'm like, I got a kid going away. I need, you know. Of course, to me, financial the money was the first thing number that number one when you when you think about having a kid is. Can we comfortably afford to have a kid? And you
1: know? you'll never have enough money, right? You never, never
0: will. But never. <laughs> it, at least I felt a little better knowing sure. that I had, a, you know, a, 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 a better paying job. Absolutely. So that that was definitely that's how I found out. And it was, you know, when she told me, I just kind of sat down. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a lot to process at the same time, but it was, it was a beautiful thing to process. Definitely, totally blessed to say, wow, I got a, a job offer and news I was having a kid in the same day. And it's just been beautiful, you know since then um
1: I don't know if I can handle all that man i yeah it was, I, I was it was tough that happy it was tough for a while. I really wanted to
0: <laughs> i really you know was looking for you know a change of a change of job, and it just kind of all happened so i I was like this is a, definitely a a call from above you know God or whoever that you know this is this is definitely the right thing for you to do and you need to go on this path and just embrace it um and that's what I've done, you know. With, With open arms since since day one, super proud that I you know I have a kid and you know I
1: can't be more excited. Right. So I guess I guess the fact I guess I got to tell the the second part of that story, which I realized I had left left off now, is because I told you initially you know that I just that that was the day I just found out that we was pregnant or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And so. She, just like you said women, women know these things and as i already mentioned she was like oh it's definitely going to be two it's definitely two of them and i'm like and it's funny the person that she told that she thinks it was two was actually your wife mm. she was like i i i know for a fact it's two like she's done i'm like again i'm not paying any attention so uh i know i'm probably jumping ahead now but you know fast forward to when we go to the actual appointment and we're mm. confirming things and whatnot and the um the 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 doctor was doing the mm-hmm. x ray, or not x rays, the ultrasound. And she looked at she put it up there and she just kind of made this face like, huh, that's interesting. And I'm like, I that's the know. worst thing you could possibly say to somebody Especially in, in the doctor's dad, office. Like, and I'm yeah. like, I, w- what's going on? And she said, what do you see? And I'm like, lady, I don't, what do you want from me? I don't know. I see blobs on yeah, the, I don't know. I have man. no idea what I'm looking at right now. And uh she was like, Well, there are two hearts and no, she's like, There are two there are two yeah, what did she say? I am I'm, I'm gonna forget I'm gonna have to ask my wife. She either said there were two hearts or two two heartbeats. Either way, there was two. Right. And I'm, I'm going to say it was two heartbeats. And then so I looked at her and I'm like, well, what does that mean? Do I have like an X-Men? Is my kid going to be that's what, gonna, and that's what, they can't say that. Right. I'm like, is this front. a deformality? Like, i like, that's, what, that's right. the first thing I would think. Exactly. Like, oh, I'm like, man. I don't know what you're saying right now. And I'm like, and then I obviously started clicking it and, you know, my wife realized what happened and I'm like, oh shit. Is yes. <laughs> everything now times two? So I, yeah, it was. Whew, that was again. I'm I'm jumping forward because that's going to be another part of the whole thing. But I, I figured that that's at least related to the initial
0: story. Yeah, and that also kind of goes into the diversity that we have as being dads. Just kind of everything about our our experience has kind of been different. I only have one kid, son, and just my background. You know, like we said earlier, with just single parent household, one you know one one parent. Now I have a child and just trying to fill the role of a dad that wasn't really present that I, you know, I, I couldn't experience now. We, but Shelton has twins. He had, you know, he's had that experience of, of having a dad around. So it's like we kind of give you the perspective from some totally different poles. And, and hopefully, like we said earlier, with the interaction with everybody else, we can kind of fill that, that void fill that exists. Yeah, so yep. everybody will be covered. But, but I think that's just one of the special things that we can bring.
1: And who was the first person that you told? First person I told was uh, one of my really good friends who was also a dad. So at that point, he had had two kids. Um, and he I remember he was the first person I told. Uh, and he was just like, all he said really was welcome. I remember I still have that text message. He was like, welcome to the club. And yeah. and uh, he did say things will never be the same. And I'm like, yeah, it already it already felt that way. Yeah. And I'm, I'm literally texting him from, you know backyard that I'm I'm finding out and he was like, "Yeah, man, this is it's going to be it." And, and I think it was good because the reason I and I cuz I never really thought about like who I would initially tell yeah. first, but I think just the fact that I immediately gravitated toward another dad. I was like, "All right, this is right. somebody who is clearly on, you know, already has kids and they're, they're my age, you know. I immediately went to that and I was like, you know, this is what it is, you know. Help help me. Yeah. <laughs> like, what what do I do now, you know? So so it was good that I at least had had that um that, that that person there to, to at least talk to. But he was the first person I told, definitely. What about you?
0: First person I told was my mom. And I mean, just, if you knew me, you that makes perfect sense. I mean, that's a no brainer to anybody that knows me. But yeah, my mom's just always been there. She's been the, she's kind of served as the mother and the makeshift father at the same time. So it, I mean, it was only right to tell her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's always just been proud of anything I did, whether it's kids, you know, work accomplishments, school accomplishments, you know athletic whatever she's just always been proud anything i tell her she's gonna be proud mm-hmm. so just naturally she was the first person i told her of course she was she was through the roof um was a screaming already? yeah already planning <laughs> names to call i'm like all right this, you know,
1: just jumping going, ahead
0: because that's And this we'll talk about this later in the episode but that's one of the things like somebody warned me not warned me i don't want to say warned but explain to me the, the the importance of maybe not getting ahead of yourself In the pregnancy, especially early on, because there's so many different factors that kind of weigh into it that you don't really realize until you're going through it. So me and my wife were cautious just to make sure that we didn't tell many people Mm -hmm. because there's a high, you know, there's always a high risk that something, you know, negative might, might go, you know, happen and you don't want to that, just that expectation that. Everybody expecting the baby, and you don't, you don't have one. This kind of can be hard for a long time. So we we're very cautious to tell you know a, a very very select few people. Mm-hmm. And and on my side, yeah, my mom was the first only person I told until that things like maybe like what that.
1: It was four, four months? Or six, weeks, I don't know, six six, six months, weeks? Six weeks maybe. Is it? Something something. I, I got to, yeah. It was, maybe not four months. It was probably it's it only been what like <laughs>
0: eight months plus nine months. So it's like. Yeah, like forever. But yeah, I um did you tell her in person or was it over the phone? No, I sent her I sent her actually sent her a picture of the ultrasound. Ultrasound, yeah. Nice. Okay. From the from the doctor's office, yeah. See, I
1: don't want to create any more confusion. If I'm sending that same ultrasound with the two, I don't know if people would get that. Yeah, see, like, so. what's going on? You got two different ones. <laughs> I'm assuming everybody's gonna be as confused as me. So, you know, that's that's how it was. Oh man. But so, it was a surreal time, yeah. I could say that.
0: So as far as being a Father, did you have any initial expectations?
1: I, 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 it's funny. The first thing I thought about, because my my, my mom, uh, she was joking, but she was 100% serious at the same time. She would always say that, uh, you know, I always wanted a girl. You know, either you or your brother should have been a girl. And I'm like, God, that. that's immediately what I, what I, what I thought about. Because at that point, obviously, I didn't know if it was a boy or girl or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I'm curious if we're going to continue this trend because my uncle— uh, also had, uh, he had two boys. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, my mom had obviously two boys. and So that's the first thing I thought about. I was like, I wonder if we're going to continue this trend and if she's going to be mad, you know, or, or whatever. Um, but jumping back into to the question, initial expectations. Um, I, I kind of didn't really, I'd say right there in that moment, I didn't really fully understand or, or know what I needed to do now. It kind of was like, a, it really much, It very much was a, okay, what now moment for me. Um, I, I didn't have any, like, you know, set guys. I didn't even think to, like, okay, now that I know I'm going to be a dad, you know, let me go talk to my dad and see if mm. he could do what we're doing right now and have these conversations. I didn't even think to do that. I just kind of was like, guess I'll figure this out as I go. Or I, I was pro- kind of lost. And mm. not in a bad way. I wasn't right. lost in the sense where I'm like, I'm going to be terrible at this. I just figured, you know, I, I got to kind of sit down and, and feel this out. Um, but yeah, that was kind of my initial, my really, my next thought I had to find out, my first thought was, you know, oh shit, life is going to be changed forever. Mm-hmm. And then second, I was just kind of like, well, what exactly does that mean? Like, like what now? And I think I spent really, you know, the next couple of weeks kind of just pondering what what that really meant. Mm-hmm. What about you? I
0: don't know. For me, and it's weird, just like, as we talked before, it's kind of like my, I had the kind of same attitude in terms of, I'll figure this out. Mm-hmm but it was kind of like, I felt like there was a lot of pressure on me to to not repeat. Sure. Cause that was a, always been a big goal of mine. It's just to be, to be the best father in the world, you know, mm-hmm. to be present in my kid's life. So like, that was one of the first thoughts that I had is like, how can you not screw this up?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pressure. You
0: know, you know what I mean? Like, don't screw this up, do these things, you know? So it's like, I started kind of thinking of the things that I had to do to get into that regimen of, of being a dad. Because you know, when you don't have kids, your lifestyle is totally different. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. And then when you 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 know that there's one on the way, you don't know how it's going to change. Mm-hmm. That's true. So it's like you kind of just start thinking of all these different scenarios that probably won't ever occur, but it's like yeah. you don't know what to expect, so you just start trying to think of ways. Especially if you don't have that experience of seeing your father being active in your life, you know. So it's like I was like, I don't know where to start.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know,
0: and just the things that I had to witness, I didn't want. You know, I was like, okay, how can I avoid just the main things that I kind of wanted to make sure my child doesn't have to witness that I had to witness? And then it's like, okay, you got that out the way. So now what are the little things? And then it's like, you start just an exhaustive list of just small stuff. And you'll never, if you if you kind of look at it that level, you'll never be done just no. kind of thinking of different ways. But it's like, once I started realizing like I'm going to be okay, mm-hmm. then that's kind of when I relax a little bit. Right. So it, it might have taken me maybe. Couple of a few weeks, maybe two weeks, to kind of say, you know what, you're going to be okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You have everything you need, right? You know, and then by that time, then I was kind of cool and was able to relax and kind of and make more rational decisions on the 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 foundation that I wanted to establish. Sure, in sure. And that worked. So things I did was, you know, I, I took a parenting class. So we, with our insurance, are like, okay, this is where we're going to you're going to deliver your baby. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife looked at the different options they had um, as far as, like, the amenities and things that women... You know, Hospital to look tours weird. and all that. Yeah, and yeah. then she was oh. like, well, they have a dad class. And I'm like, I'd be a fool not to take it. Like, I don't sure. have I haven't had any <laughs> class. I haven't had any experience. So I was like, I'll take it. So I took the dad class. It was honestly stuff that I knew, but it was, just, it, it was, it was refreshing to say, I did it. You know, gotcha. just to know that, okay things that i should these are the things at minimum that i should know how to do right and i felt confident knowing that i knew how to do those things that's fair some reassurance so, right so that so that was definitely a huge benefit you know i wouldn't for anybody out there that, that might be considering doing it or not doing it i would consider just to do it you couldn't can't go wrong i mean only thing you can learn you, you might already right, know everything that's in those classes but you might not and you might learn something valuable and even there were other dads that were in the class so we had so you had to schedule it out, but there were some dads that had, who had children that were delivered before their expected date. So there was a few dads that were already dads in the class who weren't expecting to be dads at that point, but were. Right. And they were able to give, you know, valuable feedback. And in their brief experience, I think one, one guy had a baby that was like a week old. Hmm. Another guy might have had, I think was like three weeks old. So they had some valuable Early experiences, I'm about you know, the things week. that you you don't. People don't tell you, you know, and, no, that's and that's another thing we want to get into. This is just the things that people don't really talk about. Just the just the real life stuff that really happens, and um, mm-hmm. and how we dealt with it, and maybe how other people dealt with it, and just to give you ideas on how to deal with it yourself, or if you dealt with it, just let us know, and we can let other people know.
1: Yeah, it goes it goes far beyond the the stereotype of of no sleep. I mean, yeah, that's a given. Everybody knows that. But that's but,
0: the one thing. Like honestly, that's the that's the biggest thing I was worried about. Really? Being a because that's what you hear about people. Are like, oh, you're not, going, you're to not, sleep. Sleep. You're not no. going to sleep. You're not going to sleep. You're not going to sleep. I'm like, so that, like, I'm like, oh man, I'm not going to be able to sleep. So I was like, I was trying to like you know practice good sleeping habits, sure, sleeping <laughs> and all this stuff, make sure I could sleep. Yeah. I could be work efficiently on little sleep. Right. But it, but honestly, I mean, think just depends on the kid. Like my kid has been. Great. He's um. He's, he, early on, he slept through the night, so we didn't mm-hmm. have any issues. It was just like, I'm like, Oh, this is easy. Right. I know we can't say that for everybody, but that just shows you just a different, like, from from
1: child to child, how things can be different. Right. Yeah, and I mean, ad, adding to the confusion, and this is probably something we'll get into later, but it's like, same thing. I was like, all right, I, I know that that's a stereotype. You don't get into sleep, you know, whatever. I was prepared for that as much as I could be, at least. But then it's like, when it actually started happening um you know my wife get up and feed the kids and it's like you know we're a kid you know she's breastfeeding the child so i'm like i guess i'm awake and i don't really know what i should be doing because Mm -hmm. she's kind of doing all the work but i don't want to make her feel like she's here alone so it was it's a very weird in between phase and i think one of the one of the things i did um read i don't know if i read this or if i heard it somewhere but one of my you know fellow dad friends have told me but it's like a woman becomes a mom as soon as she finds out she's pregnant. Yeah. But it's like a dad doesn't really become a dad until the kid is actually delivered. Yeah, no, I, 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 I would that, say that's true. That was definitely yeah. yeah. It was like because that connection is already
0: there with the mom because you've got the, you've yeah, got the you kid. You don't realize and you don't realize that connection until absolutely. You're like you're not trying to compete, but it's it's kind of that's kind of what right. you're doing. You're kind of like oh wow, like. You know, you might feel some kind of way like this kid don't like me. This kid's it's like I haven't done nothing, you know? right? It's like, that's exactly <laughs> that's like, but right. But then you gotta realize like he was inside the mother. Like they share a lot of things, like heart. Like he knows her heartbeat and all that stuff. Exactly. And it's like, but like learn that from class. You know, they they talk about skin to skin. So that's one thing that I didn't know mm-hmm. that I learned. You know, the skin to skin contact and how important it is when you're you know nursing a newborn, and then you realize like yeah he. He used to sleep to her heartbeat, you know, and, right. and all that stuff. So it's like when you put it close, like that's what he knows. What he he knows. doesn't know anything else. Mm-hmm. But it's like you have to kind of take a step back to just to be a dad and get get out of your feelings and everything and just be a dad. And it's, it's just a beautiful thing of how the development process works. But we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. That's you know, another topic for another show. Right. But, um, but yes, yeah, like I said, this is a beautiful thing.
1: So now we, we, you know, it's, it's, we've already had that initial shock. And so now it's like, how do you go into that preparation? You know, like, what, what, what did you do next? What was the next thing? So you've already, you've told your mom, it's the first person you told, you've gone to your class. What did you, what did you do next?
0: Yeah. So we waited for that, that appointment where, and like I said, I think it was six, six weeks. It might have been later. It might have been three months. I don't, I can't remember. I'll clarify for you for next episode. But once that period happened, then we told everybody, you know, we, we, We were happy, you know, everything so up to that point was going along as as expected. So the dog was like, you know, there's no, I don't see any reason why you shouldn't tell anybody. So we told people, you know, they got excited and that was one of the big things, just kind of Curbing people's expectations for your child that's not born yet.
1: Yes, you know what oh, I mean. So it's like, for that. yeah, man.
0: So it's kind of like I have. This is my child. This is our child. We have our own expectations There's a way we want to raise them ourselves. Yep. Or we haven't even figured that out yet. Right. So I don't and need you're not you. Not Yeah, it I don't out. need you figuring that out for me. <laughs> right. And so that was one thing, you know, just kind of like, especially like I said with my mom. My mom is my biggest supporter. She anything I do, she's she's hundred percent in. So and she's always been from. Early on in my me and my wife's relationship, she was like, "When y'all gonna give me some grandbabies?" Mm. You know, so she couldn't wait for that 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 call. So she Uh was already planning on, "I'm gonna buy him this, I'm gonna buy him that, I'm gonna buy him this." Wow. And we had to say, pump the brakes a little bit, yeah. You know, yeah. And you know, this is what we want you to do. This is you know, just just be cool. Um, If we want something, we'll ask you. Mm -hmm. And if you can provide it, you know, then do so. If not, or you can help us, or if not, just let us know and we'll figure it out. Right. Um. But same thing with my wife's parents. You know, it's kind of like and just friends and, and, and that's the part, that's the part we kind of want to, everyone to take from is kind of like you have to trust the people input that, that you're taking, you know, because people are going to give you different perspectives on everything Mm -hmm. from how to.
1: Solicited or unsolicited. Yeah, from discipline to names
0: to, and, you know, so it's like, I'm not saying, you definitely should take the advice of people that you trust and that you really want to, you know, maybe model your, your child after, but, don't take everybody's advice. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't sound right, you know, just say thank you. But uh, right, you know, I'm a, I got it, you know. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so but like from names, I mean, your wife came up with our kid's name. Like I heard it and I was like, that's it. See, because name, at least to me, name was a big thing, Absolutely. and we'll get into that because. And I guess yeah, we'll get into that after you 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 talk about, but the first things that I guess. You did.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, so, same thing, you know, we had the doctor's appointment, and then we waited, again, I don't... I don't know how long it was either. We're, we're going to start each episode with with a stat correction. So, you know, after some of these sports shows, they got to correct the yeah. stats. We're going to have to do that for, for each one of these because clearly we, we don't remember. Um, but, yeah, I think we all went to, like, a, a baseball game, and, and you know, that, that's where we ended up telling everybody. And um, I, we, we told my parents at the same time, and I know she had, you know, texted her parents, and so it pretty much, you know, everybody knew. And we were in the same boat, though. We, we went straight to names, and I— I always knew that I already had a name that I that I wanted. I was like, you know, if I get a girl, I already know what I'm going to name her. You know, boom. And again, again just one kid. I'm still yeah. basing this on one. So then when we had the second one, I'm like, I I have no idea what to do. Like, I I literally had nothing for, for names. So, you know, you mentioned my wife was throwing out names. That's pretty much what she was doing for the yeah. second kid. I'm like, we need to. We I think we literally pulled out, like, I think we were looking just like one of those names, of uh, those lists of names, and we were going through each one, and we would. Go letter by letter in the alphabet and yeah. figure out what sounded good and and so yeah that that really was the biggest thing was was, was names um, and and again we had to do it we had to do it for all combinations right because at this point we still didn't know if it was going to be you know, right and that's whatever. what I wanted to I was holding off for because I was like
0: and we we'll talk about you can you can get and lead into it just about mm-hmm. like how you find out about the the gender the, the, sure yeah stuff. yeah
1: no we can get we definitely I can get into that and and so we like I said we had to come up with all with all three combinations, you know, boy, 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 girl, and and girl, girl. And, and I was totally short on, on boy names. I'm going to be totally honest. I had no boy names stored up, no boys, no boy names ready. Um, and I don't even know if it was because I knew I was going to have a girl, if it just, I just never thought about it like that. But, um, anyway, so, so I guess we can just go ahead right into the, the finding out exactly what we were going to have. Um, so my wife had already said that she she didn't want to know outright and so i asked her if she wanted to do uh you know the, if you wanted to wait until the, the, the delivery room to find out or if you wanted to just have me find out and she wanted to do the gender reveal party so basically i would know and, and she wouldn't know so actually the first the first person that found out what they were uh was your wife because i you know she was going to plan it help her plan everything um and i remember i got the you know we did the ultrasound and again i need stat correction i got to find out at what point you found out the, the gender i don't remember where we were um, but the doctor just put it in an envelope and you know i took it upstairs and looked at it and i made sure when i came downstairs with my wife i was like i'm have no reaction at all because i don't want to tip it either way um but then you know i told your wife and we started planning and whatnot and uh the way we did it was she had um she got balloons in a uh in a, a box basically and you know once she opened it they would it would come out mm-hmm. and i i don't remember the colors man she's gonna kill me for that i think it was purple for girl and green for boy hope that's right um, but yeah that's how we set up we had like a little barbecue over uh the summer we i know it was in july because i remember being super hot um and then yeah you know she she lifted up that uh she opened up the present and then the purple ones came out and then that's when everybody knew um i, I do remember that she it's funny we talk about expectations and whatnot. I gotta throw in her perspective here because she was initially freaked out. She was totally right, freaked right. out that she was having yeah, two I remember, girls. I remember, I remember. Because she was like, I have no idea how to how to raise girls. Yeah. And she's like, you know, she was thinking about her own experiences. She's like, she totally was ready for some boys and she was ready to do that. And, you know, she got really emotional about it because she was like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I basically told her we're gonna take the same approach that we're to all of this, that the same approach that I'm taking to this. You know, we're just gonna figure this out. Yeah. I mean, there's no preset thing we can do you know we're gonna figure it out as we go along and everything will be fine so that's how we found out how did did you guys find out
0: yeah no me and my wife we don't like surprises (laughs) (laughs) we wanted to make sure we were prepared as best we could and we just us personally i mean it's different for everybody but us personally felt that we need to know what we're having so we could plan accordingly um at least me i need to get my head right Uh uh-huh I was I always hoped it was a boy, but I was like, if it's if it's a girl, I need to know really yeah. quick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: gotta make some adjustments. I need, yeah, yeah, I need to know
0: really quick. I gotta get in my head on straight. I need to make sure I'm doing I know the things that I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. as much as I can. And uh and just prepare, you know, for the next eighteen plus years of my life to make be wild, you know. <laughs> so I just wanted to know that I didn't want to find that out in deliver room. I didn't want to yeah, find that out six months from now. So we, we did the um I guess at the I want to say the first ultrasound we had, she had the test done. Okay. Because, you know, they can do tests now to, to mm-hmm. determine pretty early on right. yep. the likelihood that it's either a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. So we did that, and about two weeks later, we found out it was a boy. We didn't, I don't think we told many people, though, what it was, right. just because I didn't want, because that's going to add another layer of sure. names. And, you know, it's kind of, so we just kind of held that to ourselves for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, then we went to the shower. Um, so we did have a shower, you know, me and my wife were, were pretty low key people, so we didn't want to have a lot of attention, but we wanted to have a shower just to kind of celebrate the, the event, you know, because, you know, as we get, we'll talk about, you know, being, having a kid isn't, isn't a guarantee, mm-hmm. you know, and that's one thing that I actually learned mm-hmm. from my wife being pregnant is, is just a rarity or, or how,
1: much of a blessing, yeah, it that really. it, you know, and
0: that it, it doesn't happen to everybody. And then, after you know, as we've been pregnant, and then just talking to friends, family, other people, they're like, Oh, yeah, we had you know, my wife and I, my girlfriend and I, we had to really, really work to have a kid, you know, mm-hmm. or we've been working, we still don't have a kid, so it's definitely not something that's guaranteed. So it's definitely truly a blessing, and, and I'm definitely grateful for it. But yeah, we had to shower, um, a lot of people turned out, and it was great. I mean, showers are good definitely for. Stuff that you need That you don't want Necessarily to have to pay for You know yeah, <laughs> And that's just being honest yeah. Like you know I think <laughs> Just looking at it You get a ton of You might You get a ton of diapers Clothes You know That might last you A very long time You know If you if you, if you Have enough people That, that, that are interested in, in providing for your child Because um, most people Are very willing To provide Even even people that work That even weren't At the shower They found oh, out wow. They're like, Oh yeah What size is your baby You know So there's a lot of people That just understand I guess Mainly parents Yep You know understand what it's like so it's definitely parenthood is definitely a great thing because when other parents get involved they help out as much as they can because they they understand there's a common understanding of what it is to to raise a child you might do it differently but everybody understands that it takes a lot of work and you know devotion and and hard work so people are just more willing
1: to, to help you out because they know what it's like yeah, I think I think I got extra lucky because my boss at the time actually he was he was a father, but he actually was a father of twins as well. So he, and as soon as I told him, he knew exactly what was going on. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Take the time you need," and mm-hmm. he provided some gifts as well. So like they, you know, they, like you said, it, other parents know, like they know yeah. exactly what you're signing yeah, up. Yeah, my for
0: boss him. was he was he was very very reasonable with making sure he accommodated me mm-hmm. and making sure that I was definitely present early on. Yeah, because I was, that was definitely that meant that meant the world to me just to be. To be present, you know, you don't want to feel like you're missing time away from your your newborn. Absolutely. So, so that that meant the world to me. So I'm very appreciative of that. Yeah. But like I said, like we said, parents they understand. So anytime you can network, communicate with other parents, mm-hmm. like we're doing at this podcast, just 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 embracing it and, and, and get what you can out of it because yeah. you can learn. I've learned a lot of valuable lessons from other people just by. Talking to people like, oh, I'm having this problem or this is and they're like, oh, this is what I did. I'm like, oh something that simple works. And then you try and I'm like, wow, that really that did really work. Works. Yep. Um but like I say, take it with a grain of salt because not everybody is gonna give you the best advice. But usually if you have a specific problem, you know who you can and can't talk to. So right. you know, definitely encourage you to do that.
1: Right. And you you had touched on something that we wanted to to uh, to talk about a little bit. It's it's just the uncertainty, right? Yeah. It's like I, I I had no you know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, you you do the deed wife or other ones pregnant and boom you know it's 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 a guarantee um but that is so not the case and just one thing that you know you and i talked about passing on is is, uh during this time google is not your friend like try your best to to not google every possible thing you hear at some of these appointments because that's what i did and i learned a very valuable lesson it's like you know there are so many things that can that can so many unfortunate things that can, that can happen, and just with my wife being, uh, she had two levels. She had two two things going against her. Really, first of all, she's African American, and African American females have the highest mortality rate uh, w- w- in terms of like delivering children. And doctors still haven't figured out why. But across all groups, you know, just just being a black mom delivering a child, you're at risk. And then automatically being, um, you know, having twins, that's automatically high risk as well. So it's like you know, again, the, the, the possibilities of things that, that can happen are just, just way too great. And I think going back to when we were talking about who we were letting know first and whatnot, I, you know, my wife mentions that sometimes she doesn't think that all of her family members kind of embraced it initially mm. because her family did have a history of, you know, the females having problems with pregnancy and things like that. And again, I didn't realize it was so common. And then since it had run in the family, um, you know, I, she she tells me that she thinks, you know, they won't say it outright, but she thinks that's why a lot of them, when she initially told them, they didn't really latch on, I guess, so to speak, uh, until they were actually here. Um, and, you know, now I get that. You know, at first you, you might look at that and say, well, you're not being supportive and whatnot, but yeah. that's not what it was. And you don't understand that until you're in that situation. And yeah, no, like I, I agree.
0: Like, actually, I had a a coworker explain to me that had uh, he had two kids, um, and I think they had more than two miscarriages
1: Mm, yeah. you know so it's
0: kind of like so he was like there's nothing wrong with my wife there's nothing wrong with me but it's something that happens happens. absolutely so because he was one of the people that i mentioned it to and he was like just be careful Mm -hmm. you know he's like it's great he said congratulations but he was like just be mindful that there is a possibility that you know and just kind of factor it in and and don't let it undermine the the significance of of what you have because you know it can go either way but and you don't want to lose that time because you're worrying about not having a kid Mm -hmm. it you know whatever happens is going to happen just but enjoy it you know it's definitely a beautiful experience to enjoy and just to embrace and like we said it's not certain so you may not get the opportunity again so Mm -hmm. definitely just you know take it for what it is and just understand that there is a possibility but don't let that that possibility you know ruin your your outlook on being a parent absolutely because there also are i mean fortunately for me um and i guess you we haven't had to exper- explore other options you know but there are sure. other options that are available that i hopefully you know we have maybe having one of our later shows we'll have somebody who may have adopted or done the i guess the adoption. yeah, the, the yeah yep. mm-hmm. um and we can kind of we can talk about their experiences but there are other options so i mean if if things don't work there You know You can still have a child And, and be just as fulfilled As a parent As anybody else
1: Right Absolutely uh,
0: So I guess We go to First purchases As you prepare What was your, your First purchase First
1: purchase I think my My parents Bought the stroller So that That was another big thing So it's like You, you go into this Alright I'm I'm gonna be a dad And then it's like Oh shit I'm gonna be a dad Times two So like we yeah. We had to you talk about financials. I mean, that's immediately what what I went to. I was like, we have to literally buy two of everything. Um, so, like you mentioned, having people around you willing to help out, it was immense for us because obviously it's a lot. Um, so, I believe the first the first purchase that was made was a stroller from my parents, uh, and then I know my wife and I bought the cribs. That was like the, the first big thing that we did. Uh, and and I don't know about you guys. I I'll tell it myself we we didn't put that crib together until very close to the, to the actual yeah we delivery did. Date. Uh, you know it it kind of sat up there in a the room and and you know we in, in general really just prepping that room in general because no, nobody was in that room we have a yeah. dog and the dog used that room for whatever but obviously we had to clean it we had to paint it and all that and we waited pretty late to do that um, but that was the first purchase it was a stroller but our first purchase was that was actually the cribs and, and that's kind of when it was like real for me once we yeah. saw them things and i'm like this this is really happening yeah <laughs> Yeah. The,
0: our first purchase actually I couldn't I'm we're blessed like I mean you are too but just like we have... my mother wanted to be like what does he need and then Aurora's mother and her father were the same way. Right. So it was like they were actually pressuring us to tell them what to she, w- so they could buy it. So we didn't really have to buy actually I, as far as buying things I don't know if we bought very, we bought paint for the room wow, you know. Geez. But then with the with her parents and my mom and the um, baby shower.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We had because like we we didn't really know what we we knew we needed clothes, diapers. Sure. So that's what stuff we put on like our registries. Yep. And people came through and bought clothes and diapers, um, books. I think books are a big thing. I think every 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 parent, if anything, that should be the first thing on anybody's Absolutely. registry is just books because you know education is, is is key and can't be too early to do that. The earlier you can do, you start you know good habits and good foundation, the better. Mm-hmm. I think better off your child will be. Um, but yeah, so as far as that, but one of the other things we stressed was uh, setting up a 529 mm-hmm. for our kids. So we, we don't want our, like me and my wife, we really don't want our child to, to have too many toys that he's going to grow out of in six months, three months. So we wanted to say, instead of buying, spending a lot of money on toys and things like that, just contribute to his 529 account. And his 529 account is an account that will help him pretty much go to college if, if by the time he's, he's, he's able to go. We're ready to go. So that's one thing that you know, I think everybody should at least consider or look into research, do your research and see if, it's, if it works for you. But that's one route we decided to go. So even for Christmas, this past Christmas, our parents, you know, gave us money for to put into his account. Nice. And we say, you know, you can buy one or two things, but that's it. Right. Anything else you want to spend, just give it to us and we'll put it into his account. So
1: right.
0: that's one thing that we've we're kinda of pushing it. So we hopefully not have too many purchases outside of clothes and toys.
1: That's one thing that we we want to make sure we we stay up on. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, for for us again with the two, uh, if anybody out there is going to have twins, we've decided um, we're just going to have one fund, uh, and then they can just kind of duke it out when they get old enough, and whoever wins gets you know gets. The, no, I'm just totally joking. We we also have the five twenty nine as well. Uh, actually, we had already planned to set two of them up for them, um, and then one of our friends actually gave us that as a gift. Like they kind of got us started and whatnot. And we're like, oh, this is perfect. We're going to do it anyway. Um, and so again, having them like, back, it all goes back to having those, those good people around yeah. you. I mean, that, that, that's really huge. Uh, definitely seek out those people and, uh, that you know will be helpful. Um, Cause you have no idea how they're going to help. I mean, it could be financially, it could be advice. You know, I just kind of want to keep throwing that theme in there. You want to make sure that you got good folks around you that you're seeking out. So, I
0: mean, even the five two nine idea was somebody told me about it. Right. It might've been you. I, it might it might have been you guys been um, wife geez. but i'm just like yeah that's a good because i mean honestly and this is kind of going outside of where we went but personally i went like growing up my biggest goal was to go to college mm-hmm. you know because i knew outside of either getting a scholarship or you know other ways i wasn't probably going to be able to go just from a from a financial sure. aspect so yeah. and i was like that's definitely something i don't want my child to have to feel like he's pressured to do right i mean it worked out for me obviously but it's a lot of pressure there, and you know you don't want. And I didn't want my kid to have to feel pressure to to have to do something just to get to college. I wanted to make sure he could go to college comfortably, mm-hmm. do what he wanted to do, study. You know what he wanted to study, and right. however he got there.
1: And it's it's no coincidence that we're talking about 529s on the first episode. Like you need to start saving as soon as possible. Like you you can't you can't save too early.
0: Yeah, right? I mean, especially college costs. They just they're only increasing. They're not getting they're not getting you know they're not
1: going down. So right right. A summary of this, this, this episode, again, is, is really, I, I'm still stressing that, you know, we, we really want to make this to just be a, a resource for folks out there. Uh, you know, we, we kind of were all over the place with, with this episode, but that's on purpose. It's, I mean, it's the, the first it's one. This episode, we're kind of trying to get things figured
0: out, especially right. far as from a flow structure standpoint. Um, right. And like I said, we said earlier, we're, we're working on getting the the different elements to be able to communicate with us, whether mm-hmm. that's Facebook. Social media like Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. to be able to submit questions and topics. Um, maybe have a live stream at one point. Uh, mm-hmm. But like we said, we want this to be a community, and not just a show for us. Like we want everybody to kind of have an active part in what we talk about and how we talk about it and what we discuss. Right. And just to make sure we we we're transparent and get ideas and and different techniques across all cultures, all walks of life. You know, mm-hmm. just to make sure everybody's better informed and the best informed that they
1: can be Mm -hmm. and there's there's nothing to and like once we get all this this set up there's no question or nothing that'd be too embarrassing for you to share. I mean, we're really gonna talk. We just as everything. honest as we can be. We're gonna talk about anything and everything. So really, I mean, we 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 want you guys to kind of drive this podcast. We we want to have other dads actually, you know, call in and or, or email and and whatever because we again we want to be as useful as possible. And we're only gonna be as useful as uh, the, t- the topics that we get from you guys. We want to make sure that that we're we're addressing your questions and. Uh, again, we're not experts, but we at least want to be able to to facilitate some of these discussions. That's that's all. So we kind of wanted to close out every uh, episode with uh, just like a, a special moment that we've had in, in, in fatherhood, and I mean, it's granted, you know, I, your your kids is, is older now, and mine is. Are three, so I mean, there's a whole bunch we we can pick from, but I kind of wanted to. For me, I wanted to go back to that 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 stat because in that same article where I mentioned that, uh, you know, 43 percent of dads in 1982 didn't even change a diaper. There's the article went on. The study actually went on to show that when dads are in the lives of their kids, it's like the the benefits are immeasurable. I mean, mm-hmm. just that bond that you have with with, with your child. Whether it's one kid, two kids, three kids, boy, girl, whatever, doing that is just so important. And and I think that a lot of times, and, and you know, even though that was back in the '80s, you know, even to this day, a lot of times dads kind of think, or some dads probably think that, um, you know, there's certain things that are only reserved for mom mm-hmm. and certain things only reserved for dad. And you really got to throw all that out if you really want to be the best dad you can be you really need to be there as much as you can and be involved For and be kid. active, that's right? It's about the kid, not you. Exactly. And that's that's
0: one thing I had to, not I had to learn, but you kind of yeah. gather pretty early on yeah. as you're trying to figure shit out. And you're like, you oh. don't matter anymore. Then it's like, but when you start to put it in the perspective of the child, things become a lot easier and a lot clearer to and a lot easier to digest.
1: Absolutely. So I, I think my biggest thing is, is and granted, it's not quite a special moment, but I, I just kind of want to reiterate that However you can, whether, you know, your kid is already here or is on the way or whatever, just plan to be as involved as possible. I mean, that's, that's really what we want to want to encourage. Um, help your wife out, help your spouse out, significant other, whatever. Just just, just be there for the child because, like Devin said, it's, it's not you. It's, it's about the kid now. So what about you, sir? Yeah, like, so, yeah, I think the
0: biggest thing, yeah, you said just be there. Just be the best dad you can be. And that can be from from anything, from influence, from setting a good example to being there, you know, changing diapers and doing all that. I mean, every, every kid might react differently, but also anything that you do is going to leave a lasting impact on your child.
1: Right.
0: Your child's going to remember that you did this or that you didn't do this. Yep. So, I mean, I think it's important for you as a father to understand the type of father that you want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's one thing that I had to, very important for me to do was to figure out what kind of dad do I want to be.
1: Right. Right
0: you know and and that once i figured that out that kind of laid the groundwork for a lot of decisions i had to make
1: mm-hmm. and you touched on it it's actually it's a lot of pressure because kids whether you remember it or not they're going to know exactly what you did and didn't do mm-hmm. and and whether you're conscious conscious of it or not And uh, my good friend that i mentioned earlier he he mentioned that you know one of the things he realized is that as a as a parent in general you kind of have to be perfect you know what i mean like obviously perfection is you know when you're not going to teach a kid that they have to be perfect but it's like in terms of setting an an example i mean you really got to really be you know your best self um so so you know no action just just know that a lot of things that you think would go unnoticed aren't going unnoticed everything you do does have a lasting impact with your child so and i'll piggyback on that and say
0: also, take a look at yourself while you're, you're trying to be a better father. I think the, mm-hmm. the deeper that you look into yourself and how you are as a person can, can definitely pinpoint and highlight things that you might want to change that you don't want to maybe pass on to your child. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's where just the timing of everything, you know, I kind of was already on, on that journey you know, doing meditation and just kind of just trying to figure myself out when it's you know when I, we got the news but it was kind of like but that that's helped me understand I'm like this is who i am these are the things that i need to make sure that i'm mindful of eliminating from my life these are the type of things i need to add into my life to to be that complete person that i want to be right so definitely don't look at it just as i'm doing this for my child do it for yourself mm-hmm. be the best person you can be for you and let that Influence your child.
1: You can't be a great dad if you're not a great person. Right. Like you got it. You definitely got to take care of yourself first. So yeah. that's that's definitely important.
0: Yeah. And um so, and another thing we want to do every episode is kind of just talk about a, a special experience that we've had from the last time that we've talked. Since it's our first episode, this is, I guess, a special experience that we've had since our children have been born. Um, so what do you want? You want to start off
1: with? Shoo, man. Um it's probably something we have to pause from because I don't have one alright well I, I mean I'll start um, so <laughs> I mean one I, it's one thing
0: and it's easy for me just because my child is, is a little younger and your girl's were three mm-hmm. my kid's eight months so and we talked we kind of touched on it earlier just like that not competition but just like that the difference between the bond that the mother has versus the father mm-hmm. and how it can definitely mess with your psyche sure being a father especially being a dad like from my standpoint, I wanted to be. I wanted to come in. I wanted to start off as the best dad. You know, doing this, doing this, doing this, doing this, and then it's like when you see that like he has such an attachment to the mother, it's kind of like, what am I not doing? You know, right. especially me being extra, you know, gung ho about being doing the little things. It's just like, what am I doing wrong? Because I'm like, I'm doing everything. What am I doing wrong? But mm-hmm. then it's like you have, like I said, take that step back, say, you know, it's going to come. Be patient. It's going to come right you're going to get it you you something that develop that relationship you develop right. it doesn't just happen because your child is here so sure. that's one thing you know and, and but recently within like the last two three weeks i'm starting to me and him are starting to get that where well, we i'm like well, we got that bond now absolutely. so it's like and it's it's the best thing in the world so absolutely so that's one thing i'm just like wow we, we got that bond so now it's just like everything is just like everything i mean it was it was cool earlier but it's just it's, it's a little on another different level where you, you kind of feel like you're being because you do feel like a neglected a little bit Not right. if you take it personal, i feel like you can you can go down the wrong end but sure don't take it personal and just kind of say you know it's going to come and then it finally and i'm like wow mm-hmm. it's crazy
1: and it's only you're gonna have way more moments of that and they're gonna be even more profound i'm sure right, as you yeah. go forward
0: because i mean going into it you know you kind of expect the minute he's born to say you you want this overwhelming feel you know feeling of oh I'm a dad you know and right. honestly that, that didn't happen to me right I was over, I'm a, I was happy I was a father but I didn't get that that overwhelming like oh my god yeah, this is, yeah. but then as you become as you're more into it you're like wow you know so it, it does grow so anybody out there that might be going, going through that. Just be patient. It's it's going to come. Just keep being the best you, and, and you'll you'll get there. Right. And when it happens, you'll be like, "Wow, I get what they're saying now." So it's it's a, it's the best feeling in the world. And I I
1: agree. And talk about best feelings. I I, I did think of something I could share. So, uh, for for Christmas, and and again, this is the reason I'm bringing up this story is because we talk about how you want to be your best self before mm-hmm. you try to be you know a good parent and specifically a good father for, for in our case. Um, so one thing about me is there's nothing I hate more than being woken up out of my sleep. Like, I, I hate, I, I get so upset, I get so mad when I'm just sleeping and then something, doesn't matter what it is, but I just get, unless I wake up naturally, which obviously having kids is never going to happen again, you know, um, I just, it, it drives me crazy. But you talk about in terms of how being a, a dad just changes you. Uh, so for Christmas, pretty sure it was you guys who got them the the little, the, Peppa Pig, microphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Microphones. so they you know you run around the house singing all the songs or whatever. Uh, so this morning, so I so I this morning I'm, I'm you know lying in bed or whatever. No, actually this was Friday. I take it back. Friday, I'm I'm laying in bed and the kids are definitely of the age where they just get out of their crib and they come over in our room. So I'm I'm literally I'm knocked out, and dead asleep. And so one kid picks up this microphone <laughs> and just crawls into bed like just. Not even saying anything, just literally crawls into bed. My wife had gotten up and doing something else and then presses the button and just starts singing, like just right next to me, like in my face, singing her song. And I'm like, I, I, I wake up and I know immediately what it is. But when I tell you at that moment, rather than being, you know, completely pissed is what it's I usually like, would be, I'm like, this is probably the best thing I could have woken up yeah, to. Like, yeah. It, and yeah, so it's like that, those things change you. And, and that, that just happened Friday. And it, yeah, I. Yeah. So you you you're not your same. Immediately once you become a dad, you're not the same person. Yeah. Little things like that will start changing, and then yeah. so that that's definitely a, a, a good moment I had recently. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. I like that. That's cool.
0: And so yeah, to close it off, I guess we'll go to the next ep, You know, brief preview on the next episode. So this episode was all about kind of the prep work leading up to becoming a dad. You find out you're getting you know your house ready. You're getting mm-hmm. things ready. Your wife's getting ready. Um, next episode is going to be oh shit! Now I'm a dad. What now? So we're going to talk about you know our experiences early on, mm-hmm. um, being a dad from coming home from the hospital, our hospital experience, mm-hmm. the birth experience, work
1: life balance, work
0: life oh, balance, yeah. f- getting back to work, you know, or yeah. take time off, you know. So it's going to be a good episode of just kind of the real gritty of being a dad for real, mm-hmm. not just you know thinking about it but actually doing, doing it. it. Yep. um so i think you know we think we have about va- a lot of valuable content there um Absolutely. as well as our goal is going to be to have the the social media stuff up websites emails by our next episode so hopefully we can give you information to, to contact us to to submit everything yeah um and that's all we have so you know thank everybody for listening um, until next time i'm devin
1: i'm shelton
0: Um have a good one thank you all right bye